Hey everybody and welcome to the Mosaic Campus Church Podcast. We're so happy you decided to join us today. Today's talk is continuing our Easter series that we've been doing at Mosaic at home on Sunday nights. Uh, We're looking at uh, different uh, character traits, I guess you could say, or Easter traits that Jesus has, uh, especially during his time while he was on the cross. And so last week we kicked it off looking at the term forgiveness and this week we're looking at sacrifice, so I hope that there's something that uh, challenges you here today, whether you're in a journey relationship with Jesus or not. I uh, hope it just gets you thinking um, about what it means to live sacrificial for Jesus in our lives, and the conversation may not be what you think it is, so please check it out. If you never listened to our conversation on forgiveness, go listen to that. It's on our podcast. would love for you to check that out, um, but as always, if you have any comments or questions, feel free to reach out through one of our social media platforms. We would love to hear you. Uh, Enjoy this, and we'll see you soon. We are continuing our Easter series here tonight. Uh, Last week we kicked it off where we looked at the term forgiveness, and uh, what we've been doing or what we're going to do is look at different traits Uh, that Jesus exemplified, especially during his time while he was on the cross. Um, And so last week we looked at forgiveness and how even in the midst of his death, he forgave those who led him to his death, the ones that actually crucified him, the ones that had him arrested. He actually took the time in his death, in the midst of that pain, to forgive them. And it's a trait that we should try um, our best uh, to exemplify in our lives, whether it's forgiving others, who have done wrong to us, forgiving ourselves. And and we even talked about receiving forgiveness from God about the wrongs that we've done. So I encourage you to go listen back to that. It's up on our podcast as well if you want to check that out. But tonight we're looking at the term sacrifice. And sacrifice is a trait that Jesus exemplifies uh, so well. It's basically the whole um, reason for Good Friday. Um, Jesus sacrificed his life so that we could be free from our sins. And Again, like forgiveness, it's this really great term that is used within church circles a lot. You know, and we're thankful that Jesus was so sacrificial. He paid the ultimate sacrifice that he didn't need to do himself so that we didn't have to. And it's this beautiful, amazing imagery. And um, Jesus exemplifies this so well. And it's a reason why we, you know, we want to follow Jesus because he did this for us. And I wish I could say that sacrifice was just a trait that Jesus had to exemplify, but we're going to talk a little bit about how sacrifice is supposed to be a part of our lives. And already you might be thinking, ah, Steve, I'm out. You know, I'm done with this conversation. I don't want to talk about this. You're going to tell me what I can't do and what I can do. Just hold on for a little bit. I'm hoping that we get a little bit of a different perspective here that will kind of challenge you in your journey with Jesus. Or maybe you're not in a journey, uh, but can challenge you in terms of what it means to follow Jesus in a really beautiful way. So we're looking at a passage in Matthew 27. If you have a Bible or Bible app, you can go with me. Uh, But it'll be on the screen as well. Matthew 27, verse 35 to 44, we're reading. And so Jesus has just um, traveled from where he was tried to the place where he'd be crucified. And he has been tortured he has been beaten he's been had a crown of thorns put on his head um, and he is in really hard shape and they expect him to carry this cross but he's so weak that he's not able to carry his own cross to where he'd be crucified and so they get a bystander to come in and carry it for him and so where we pick up our passage Jesus is actually nailed to the cross in between these two other criminals 
And it says this, verse 35 of chapter 27. After they had nailed him to the cross, the soldiers gambled for his clothes by throwing dice. Then they sat around and kept guard as he hung there. A sign was fastened above Jesus' head, announcing the charge against him. It read, This is Jesus, the King of the Jews. Two revolutionaries were crucified with him, one on his right and one on his left. The people passing by shouted abuse, shaking their heads in mockery. Look at you now, they yelled at him. You said you were going to destroy the temple and, you, and rebuild it in three, day, three days. Well then, if you are the Son of God, save yourself and come down from the cross. And the leading priests, the teachers of religious law, and the elders also mocked Jesus. He saved others, they scoffed, but he can't even save himself. So he is the king of Israel, is he? Let him come down from the cross right now, and we will believe in him. He trusted God, so let God rescue him now if he wants him. For he said, I am the son of God. And even the revolutionaries who were crucified with him ridiculed him in the same way. This is... Um, a really incredible picture, and I use incredible in um, not a negative way, but not a happy way. This is an incredible picture of Jesus experiencing ultimate humiliation. Um, Jesus was a king. He is a king. He's a king of heaven and earth. He is the one that came to earth to save humanity. He is just as much God as he is human. And in this moment, he endures the utmost of humiliation from the crowd around him. The soldiers, they gamble for his own clothes. He doesn't even have rights over his own clothes that he's wearing. People walking by are shaking their heads just thinking, oh, this guy is ridiculous. You know, it's about time somebody took care of him. And, you know, when you're walking, like, downtown, like, Toronto or something like that, or even downtown St. John's, and you just see something ridiculous and you just walk by shaking your head like, oh, my gosh, like, can't believe that's happening right now. This is what people were doing. They were just shaking their heads at Jesus thinking, man, this guy just, he put himself there. You know, he caused this. You know, he deserves this situation. And then many mocked him. You know, Jesus said he would do certain things. He would destroy the temple and rebuild it in three days. And people took that literally and they hadn't seen this happen yet. And so they ridicule him. They mock him for not accomplishing what he said he would do. And they mocked his miracles. They said, you saved so many people. You healed so many people. So get yourself down off that cross, Jesus. You know, get yourself out of this situation. If you say you're the Son of God, get yourself out of this situation, Jesus. And ultimate humiliation. And even without the mocking and the scoffing from the crowd, the way that he would die through the cross is the ultimate act of humiliation. Being um, crucified on a cross had this stigma of social disgrace, especially if you were a free person. Um, if you were someone who, you know, you had your own job, you had your own family, you had your own way of living, you were a free person, you weren't under someone else's control, and you were crucified on a cross, that was ultimate disgrace and humiliation. And not only to you, but also to your family. And Jesus was a free person. You know, he came and went and did everything on his own. There was nobody in control of him. And in this moment, he's been crucified on his cross, enduring this ultimate shame. And this is just a piece, not if we throw aside, not throw aside, but if we put aside the pain he endured, you know, the fact that he risked his life for us, put his life on the line, all of those things are sacrificial. But in this moment, he's being very sacrificial of his reputation, of his image, of the things that he said, the things that he preached. You know, all of these things he knows are true. He knows he is God. He knows he's the son of God. He knows he is king of heaven and earth. 
And in this moment, he endures the ultimate humiliation as people took his words and put him on him. As he endured this ultimate way, shameful way of dying, it was so sacrificial all for us. And this is just another incredible picture, as I said, of Jesus sacrificing everything so that we could be in relationship with him. Him sacrificing his reputation, his status within the crowd. And honestly, I don't think Jesus cared about any of that. All he cared about is how he saw himself in God's eyes. But in this moment, as being fully human, no doubt this was hard to experience. As people mocked him, as people gambled over his clothes, and as he died the most ultimate shameful way on this cross. So sacrificial for you and for me. And I would really love to say that, you know, because Jesus sacrificed in this way, we don't have to in our journey with Jesus. You know, we don't have to experience any humiliation, any shame, anything like that. But that's not true. A lot of times in a relationship with Jesus, in a journey with Jesus, as our faith intersects with culture, um, a lot of times we endure some humiliation, some persecution even, um, but some shame because of what we believe in, because of who we follow, because of that dedication. And in fact, Jesus actually calls us to live a sacrificial life. We're going to look at another passage. It's in Matthew 16. Uh, so you can turn there with your Bible or you, it'll be up on the screen as well. Um, but this is um, a teaching that Jesus is giving to his disciples. So this is happening before his crucifixion. Um, but this is a teaching that um, very much calls his disciples to be very sacrificial in their living and in their journey with Jesus. It's Matthew 16 verse 24 says this, Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross, and follow me. Then Jesus said to his disciples, If any of you wants to be my follower, you must turn from your selfish ways, take up your cross, and follow me. So he's speaking to his disciples here. So we're going to kind of figure out what this passage is saying in the context that, context that is read. So he's speaking to his disciples, and he's calling them um, to a new level of following him. And so he says, if you want to follow me, you must turn from your selfish ways. So meaning that you must put all of your loyalty to Jesus, you know, instead of your own selfish desires. The things you want to do with for yourself, the things you want to do in life, you must put that all aside if it doesn't have the priority of Jesus in mind. And it's to the point with these disciples that, you know, you must be able to risk your own life for the ways of Jesus, for the promises of Jesus, for loyalty to Jesus. And so there's this theme of martyrdom here where Jesus calls them and says, if you want to follow me, you must put your selfish desires aside and put mine ahead, even if it means risking your own life. That's really heavy. And then he says, take up your cross and follow me. And so this is a theme reflecting on the humiliation that we just read through with Jesus. Take up your cross, a call to humiliation of you enduring, um, maybe not a crucifixion literally, but experiences that are just as humiliating with people mocking, with people scoffing, with people not understanding what you're saying, what you're doing, what you're believing in. And for them, it's again, it's this um, kind of... Uh, message of martyrdom where many of these disciples would actually lose their life because of following Jesus, because of, because of preaching Jesus. 
And so he calls them to this new level of following, saying, if you want to follow me, you must put all of your selfish desires aside, be fully loyal to me, and take up your cross. So in moments where you experience humiliation, remain loyal to what I have for you, and remain loyal to what I've called you to. And you're going to have to experience humiliation, you're going to have to experience shame, but remain loyal to what I have promised you, and what you can do through me. And in this context, yes, it goes as far as saying, you know, there may be situations where you have to put your life on the line for the way of Jesus. And some of you are saying, you know, Steve, that's heavy, and I'm not about this conversation. And that's okay. If you want to be honest in that way, that's fine. I get it. You know, to put yourself, your own life, the thing that you probably love so dearly in this world, <laughs> to put that on the line for the way of Jesus, that's a heavy thing to admit to. That's a heavy thing to say, yeah, I will do that too. But here's the other thing. In the context that we live in, as people who attend Mosaic, we live in St. John's, Newfoundland, or in the province of Newfoundland, we most likely do not have very many experiences or opportunities even to give up our life for the way of Jesus. You know, we have the freedom to follow Jesus. We have the freedom to gather as a community together. We have the freedom to read our Bible And so there's very few experiences in our context where we're going to be asked to lay our life down on the line for the way of Jesus. But this is what this looks like for us in our context, where if we're going to take up our cross and follow Jesus, if we're going to put our selfish desires aside and follow Jesus, this is what it looks like. It may not be martyrdom, but it may be us having to explain a certain passage in the Bible that doesn't line up with what culture is saying. It may be moments of us experiencing a bit of humiliation and people saying, you know, you believe in this archaic way of living, this archaic belief, you know, that was formed 2,000 years ago, a book that's so old. You know, we experience maybe a bit of humiliation that way. Or maybe it's a bit of shame in the actions of what has happened in past in history of Christianity. And, you know, you experience shame like that as you uh, communicate to your friends what you believe in. There's This is what the context, this, I think this verse applies to, is we experience these moments where we may not even know how to explain what things are in the Bible. And we may not know how to explain certain beliefs. Or it's really hard for us to explain our certain beliefs in with our friends in the culture that we're living in. That's moments where I believe this verse applies, where we experience some humiliation in the context that we live in, where we have to be sacrificial in the context we live in, where despite what people may think, despite the questions that people may ask, you know, despite the confusion that may come as we explain who we follow in the way of Jesus, that we remain sacrificial when we put the way of Jesus first, the promises he has for us first, you know, what he has called us to first, and continue to share who he is with full truth and full love at the same time. Now, the beautiful thing I know for me in my experience of walking the halls of Mun and having conversations with students or staff is people are genuinely actually um, more inquisitive than um, wanting to see you trip up or to see you endure humiliation. You know, they've heard of God, they've heard of the Bible, and they actually have genuine questions, and they're very curious. And that opens up a beautiful door for us to have a conversation. And we may have moments of humiliation in that, but I believe people are so gracious, especially at Memorial, um, of us following Jesus and being willing to hear what we have to say in the most loving way possible. But 
I do believe that Jesus has called us to live sacrificial life where as his followers, we put our own desires aside if they get in the way of his desires through us and where we may experience moments of humiliation, moments of shame because of who we follow or follow and because it doesn't always align with culture. And the question, the one question I have for you tonight, the one that I want you to ask yourself as Jesus himself set this amazing example of sacrifice, but then in turn asks us to be sacrificial in life. The question I have for you, is it worth it to you? You know, maybe you're a follower of Jesus and you've been following him for 20 plus years. And so this is a big question for you to ask. There's a lot of weight to it. There's a lot of experience. There's a lot of dedication there. But is it worth it to you? You know, living this sacrificial life, having moments where you may experience humiliation and shame, is it worth it to you for who Jesus is and what he's done for you? And maybe you don't follow Jesus and you're still trying to figure it out and that's your ultimate question. Is it worth it to me? You know, this doesn't necessarily line up with culture so perfectly and beautifully. It doesn't necessarily line up with society so perfectly. And so it's going to cause me to be sacrificial in some ways. You know, I have big dreams, big plans for my own life. And if Jesus has different ideas, you know, it's going to cause me to be sacrificial with my dreams and my plans. You know, is this worth it to me? And for some of you, that's an easy answer. As soon as I ask the question, you're able to say yes. But for others of you, that's a really hard question to answer. And it's one that I don't want you to answer in a day or in a week. It's one that's going to take you some time. It's going to take time digging through the Bible. It's going to take time having conversations with friends. It's going to take time having experiences sharing who Jesus is with those around you. And in those moments, I believe as you further progress along life, as you have more moments of reading the Bible, having conversation, sharing Jesus... The more and more of those moments you have, the more and more that question will get answered for you. And to be honest, for me in my own life, I didn't answer this question with a yes until I hit university. Until I got to know Jesus more, what it truly meant to follow him. Yes, sacrificially, but so such in a beautiful way of him loving me, of him um, using my gifts for such amazing things in this world, for me to be able to show love to this world. And it wasn't until university where I actually truly got to know who Jesus was that I was able to fully, wholeheartedly say yes to that question. And so for you, it may take some time to answer that question. For others, it may take you seconds to say yes to that. Or for others, it's, no, it's not worth it to me. No matter where you land on that scale, I don't want you to answer that question alone. Reach out to somebody, have a conversation with someone you trust, let them know your honest thoughts of how you're feeling about Jesus, the fact that he calls you to live sacrificially, and you may not be, or you may not find it worth it. Have those honest conversations with a close friend or a mentor, or you can reach out to me, myself, Rebecca. We're always here. We would love to journey with you as you answer this question of, as Jesus asks us to be sacrificial in life, is it worth it to us to go that way? Mosaic, we love you. Um, we believe in you. We believe that each one of you are world changers. And I truly believe that following Jesus is such a worthwhile experience. Um, Jesus has so much love to show you, has so much wisdom to give to you, and has such world-changing qualities given into you that is going to change this world one life at a time. And I hope that as you continue to journey with Him, you will realize that, yes, 
there's going to be moments that are tough. There's going to be moments where i got to sacrifice my own selfish desires. But it is all worth it for who Jesus is and what he's done for me. As always, if you have any comments or questions, um, feel free to reach out through one of our social media platforms. You can message me privately on Facebook as well. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to know how you're feeling, how you're responding to what we're telling you. But if you need anything, prayer, someone to reach out, just a conversation, feel free to reach out to us. We would love to be there for you. Have an awesome week, Mosaic. Hopefully you can join us Good Friday with Bethesda. We'll be back with a stream next Sunday. As well, check out our Mosaic Campus Church podcast. There's stuff being uploaded there all the time. So make sure to be a part of that as well. You can find that on any platform that you listen to podcasts on. Uh, But we love you. Have an awesome week. And we'll see you soon. Thank you.